Welcome to Ancient World History Mastercast 10. Our topic is Ancient India and China Established Empires. In this podcast, we will discuss ancient empires in India and China, specifically the Mauryan and Gupta empires in India and the Han Dynasty in China. The Mauryan Empire started by Chandragupta Maurya, who began the empire in 321 BC. This empire united India for the first time. It contained a large bureaucratic government and a vast army. The government raised money through taxing income from trade, farming, and mining. Chandragupta's grandson, Asoka, one of the most famous leaders of this empire, brought the Mauryan Empire to its greatest heights. Asoka promoted Buddhist principles and ruled by Buddhist teachings. As a result, he was tolerant of other religions. Extensive roads were built for comfortable travel. As we know, trade was very important to the region. After his death, the empire would weaken and break apart. The Gupta Empire would be the next empire in India. A 500-year period of turmoil would take place following Asoka's death. Chandragupta would build the second empire in India. Chandragupta II, however, in 375 AD, would lead the Gupta Empire at its peak. After his death, approximately 412 AD, the Germanic tribes would invade, invade the region. As you recall, when we studied the Roman Empire, we talked about the Germanic tribes that were also invading Western and Eastern Europe during this period. It would make sense that the Germanic tribes would have also invaded India. Important contributions came from this period in Indian culture. First, in literature. A famous poet, Kalidasa, wrote many poems. We also see contributions in drama, astronomy, and mathematics, including developments in the decimal system, 365-day year, and calculations of the value of pi. In medicine, we also see new developments, use of medicinal plants, surgery, including plastic surgery, and inoculations. During this period, as trade is so important in the region, religion changes. We talked about the major religions in India and China at this time as being Hinduism and later Buddhism. After the death of Siddhartha Gautama, some people started worshipping him as a god. This led to change in Indian art. People started to begin carving statues and building temples to worship. Hinduism also changed. It became more monotheistic. Although there are many, many gods in Hinduism, people began to find favorites and start to worship specific gods like Shiva or Vishnu. India was rich in resources. Spices, diamonds, sapphires, gold, pearls, pearls, and various types of woods were just a few. It was also very important as a middleman in the trade along the Silk Roads. As you recall, the Silk Roads ran from Europe, the Roman Empire, all the way to China. India, being in the center of that route, could take advantage of trade in both directions. This increase in trade resulted in the rise of a banking business as well. Trade resulted in the spread of religion. Buddhism and Hinduism would spread into Southeast Asia, as well as its architectural influences. The next dynasty we discuss is the Han Dynasty. 
which lasted from approximately 202 BC to 220 AD. Again, the time period we are discussing is closely related to that of the Roman Empire and the Gupta and Mauryan Empire. The Han Dynasty is important because it expanded China's borders. If you recall, the previous dynasty, the Qin Dynasty, led by the first emperor of China, Shi Huangdi, had resulted in a growth in China. The Han Dynasty is important for its expansion of China's borders. It established a new government structure and a government pattern which would remain a permanent part of Chinese life. During their 426-year history, the Han created many of the institutions that made China distinctive. They expanded the boundaries of the state to that almost representing the current boundaries of China. The government consisted of a complex and efficient bureaucracy. Shi Huangdi in the Qin Dynasty had established a strong central government. However, now we see a bureaucratic government. We also see many of the harsh laws of the Qin period rescinded, as well as some of their taxes. Some of the important Han emperors will be Liu Bang, Empress Lu, Wu Di, and Wang Meng. One of the big differences between the Qin dynasty and the Han dynasty is that the Han dynasty embraced Confucianism. Confucianism was elevated to the official state philosophical and religious system. Buddhism also arrived from India and became an important religion. As we know, trade and the Silk Roads ended in China. Therefore, obviously trade was extremely important in the Han Dynasty. Some of the contributions coming from the Han Dynasty included literature. Literature and the arts flourished during this period. Agriculture also expanded, and with it the size of the population. The Silk Roads expanded and we see many new inventions. Probably one of the most important is paper, the collar harness, and the plow. This concludes this Ancient World History Mastery Cast 10 on Ancient India and China. Thank you for listening. Thank you for being part of our Mastery Maze community.